I do. He does. He can't hear you. Craig hears all. Technically, he does. In like a very weird way, too. He hears all and remembers all. Well, no, up to six hours. He has a six-hour memory. <laughs> you graphic memory remember up six to hours. six hours for one week. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh never mind. Man. Well, techni- technically... That really got away from me in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> Real fucking quick. It's all right. Like most things. You fuckers ready to yell about Death Stranding? <laughs> I think Jordan is ready to yell yet. about Death Stranding. <laughs> all right. I'm ready to yell about how Matt's wrong about everything, especially after his hot take on Hereditary. All righty. Oh. So, oh. it's Game by Quest. By the way. Hold, hey, hold wait, on. wait, 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 wait. It's Game Quest, by the way. Welcome to Game Quest. I'm Trace. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm Jordan. Hey, what's up? Jacob, where are you at? McClunky. Oh, my God. I just got to that. And that's Matt over there. Jordan, yep. as you were saying, I, we're not going straight into this. No, we're not going straight. In. I just want to say um, I have to take back everything I said a few weeks ago. Um, Matt, absolutely do not watch Midsummer. Um, just don't do it. You will hate it. I know you'll hate it, even though it's a fantastic fucking movie. Jacob, to answer your question, uh, Midsummer is better than Hereditary. You think so? I have have decided. Wow. That's a hot take. We'll get into that shit later. Oh, okay. Fucking fine. Jesus. I don't don't want to. I don't want to do this one yet. I was on one. All right. I mean, I'm I'm going to take you off it. I'm going to put you back on it, though. (laughs) Yeah, I'm over it. All right. All right. right. It's fine. (laughs) No, I've I've ruined it. (laughs) So, Jordan, do we do we have much news this week? Did much go down? I mean, I guess I should probably just say all this news in one sentence because there isn't uh, really much. Okay. Um, first thing, maybe the biggest thing. Well, I don't know. There's some funny stuff in here. Uh, Google Stadia has oh. announced its launch lineup. Um, I will be a did part of this. Know? So it was interesting. Well, they did. Yes. Uh, <laughs> is is it? Is it a lineup? It sure is. Is it coming out on launch? It absolutely is supposed to. Technically, hey, I guess is it going right. to blow my tits off? No, definitely it's not. Gonna blow your tits in. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have no <laughs> tits first. anymore after this. Yeah. Um, the short version of this is that Stadia is launching with 14 games, with, or no, sorry, 12 games, which is pretty par for the course for an actual. Um, yeah, like console launch. Yeah, if you consider it a brand new console, this is perfectly in line with that. It's not actually, so maybe <laughs> we shouldn't do that. But anyway, there it is. We have it now. Um, there's exactly one exclusive game in here by the name of Kine, which is uh, I don't really know anything about it, but it looks like an indie game. So hey, that's cool, right? Uh, the other side of that is I'm pretty sure that's coming to Steam later. So. Well, whatever exclusive well, that's for a time. Cool. yeah <laughs> that's kind of cool uh the Except other interesting the other interesting part here is great or no i'm sorry not kind guilt is the exclusive one. Oh, oh never mind that was horrible man oh. yeah yeah no i mean oh, don't make me feel guilty about it god look, damn i threw up that <laughs> softball second softball matt's two for two over here the interesting part about this is uh we i, I talked about it previously when they had Assassin's Creed Odyssey in there, you're like, okay, this game plays perfect because it doesn't really rely on Twitch mechanics and timing and all this other stuff. They are launching with Just Dance 2020, a rhythm-focused game. Thumper, a rhythm-focused game. Mortal Kombat 11 and Samurai Showdown, two fighting games that are very dependent on timing. 
So at least in those four instances, let's go ahead and say those three instances, we have some sort of metric to see how this is going to work out. Yeah, it should be like a decent stress test. Yeah, I probably won't purchase any of those. Uh, Maybe Thumper. I don't know. Thumper will be 20 bucks. It might be a good way to see if that's working for me while I have it. Uh, Something that's not Destiny, which will also, you know, there's there's some twitchy shooting in Destiny. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. It's not the most impressive thing I've ever seen in my life, but they also did say that they're doing monthly support for this thing and there will be another 14 games dropping in December. So damn. Yeah. Not terrible. Yeah, not too shabby. Yeah. We shouldn't yeah. count it out. It's, it could still be pretty. Yeah. That's not the stuff that you need to count out Google stadia. That's for sure. What should uh, we count out? Uh, I don't know the fact that you have to subscribe to the service and then pay, you know, $60, $40, $20 oh, to right play games <laughs> i think it's kind I of think like that's... having to subscribe to espn plus I mean, in order to pay 60 dollars to watch a ufc fight yeah and who the fuck would do what kind of an idiot would fucking do that shit a real big dumb fat idiot that's like subscribing to the wwe network and paying for their pay-per-view shit like that's just it's excessive <laughs> it is excessive but it's par for Though, the course if a subscription to wwe network got me xfl games i would definitely do that Mm, yeah not i wouldn't even i wouldn't even bat an eye anyway i don't think you actually need to subscribe to play to buy the games um it just gets you like 5.1 surround sound better video quality all that stuff so we will see very soon that is launching on the 19th and i'm hoping that mine gets here on the 19th that would be cool for me i think november yes next tuesday all right nifty yeah so we'll see um, in other news, we have confirmation that uh, Hitman 3 is in development, and we have speculation that it might go back to the episodic nature of the first. Has me excited. I don't know yeah. about you guys. Uh, that's pretty much all there is to that story, so we'll move on to... Sorry, I was literally mid-yawn when you asked for a response. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I, I, f- I figured that y'all's response would be like, eh, cool. Yeah. Or... I'll play it eventually, like I did the first one. <laughs> exactly. I enjoy the first one. <laughs> exactly. They're they're good ass games, but they require a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they require a lot. Um, a notorious game developer AMC has announced. Oh uh, fucking! Another Christ. Walking Dead spinoff? Uh, nope. We're nope. Not quite this time. <laughs> it's a game that just showed up on Steam, and it's called Airplane Mode, and I'm just going to read you the description real quick. Airplane Mode delivers all the thrills of a real-life six-hour commercial airline flight in coach. <laughs> At least you've got a window seat. Wow. Uh, so, essentially, the premise for this game is you're loaded into a random, real-time six-hour flight, and stuff's going to happen during that. It doesn't seem to have any sort of horror angle or supernatural angle or anything like that so that's gonna be a fucking thing to behold interesting also wait so it's it's you say real time is that like a live stream of an actual flight or like your flights are six hours long your gameplay is six hours long like i don't i don't know (laughs) you know i think what you're asking is in terms of like can you pause it and will you just load it? I don't think that's the case, yeah. but each flight will take six hours. That's like so. that game that was, uh, it was a web-based uh, browsing, uh, sorry, 
web-based driving simulator and you had to drive from like i don't even remember phoenix to las vegas or something like that (laughs) perfect and you have to like keep the the car on the road and the road like turns and shit and it takes a long fucking time but some people uh for whatever reason used to stream it look i guess people are into that sort of thing right I guess like the the horribly boring games. I don't know. I'm I don't want to say flight. Let me tell you about horribly boring games. <laughs> yeah, don't uh, say anything about flight simulator. I know. I American <laughs> Truck Simulator. <laughs> uh, I I played too much of that. Uh, we'll move on again to just some news that's mostly for me. I don't know. This might be for Matt too. Um, it has been announced today that January 24th is the release date of the HD ra- remaster of Commandos 2, which I'm into it. I, I haven't fucking... played that in so long. <laughs> right? <laughs> and neither have I, but you know what? January sounds like a great time to play that again. <laughs> it's not Command & Conquer, but I will take it. Yeah, I'm going to be there day one for Command & Conquer. <laughs> yeah. How do you get to play any of these games that you guys talk about? It's all RTS oh. garbage. Yeah, all that's what I grew up on was RTS. So. I didn't get to play games on the computer. I just had my PlayStation. Well, Commandos 2 was on a PlayStation. So oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, as was <laughs> Command & Conquer, actually. Well, Any- shit. Anyway, it's it's fine. It's it's okay. You're just shitting on the things that we love. Yeah. <laughs> you know who else is going to shit on the things that we love? <laughs> a lot of people. The directors of Avengers Endgame, you may okay, know them yeah. as the Russo brothers, are producing a Marvel vs. DC docu-series for something called Quibi, um, which on their website is just a whole bunch of hot garbage about this service, this quote-unquote tech and entertainment startup that is going to be some sort of streaming service focused at millennials. There's a lot to unpack here. And well, how yeah, old are the old Ooh. parts that are trying to make this? <laughs> my question? Uh, Joe and Anthony Russo. No, the no, other people. I don't, like the actual I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, fuck. They're probably millennials at this point because you can be what? Fucking 34, 35. No, more than that. Oh, I don't guessing. know. And yeah, there's, I don't know when that cutoff actually is, but in any case, um, I are the people who spent their lives working on Marvel stuff going to have a realistic look at DC. I don't know. Maybe I guess would be not that Every are, word they, that you are said? they still under contract with Disney and Marvel? That's yeah. the real question. <laughs> Every word that you said when you were like kind of giving the headline, each word confused me more than the last word did. Yeah. I don't even get. The, <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you give it to me in dumb guy words? What they're making? Um, it is a docu series, which yes. is a documentary series, yes. much like um, I don't know, making a murderer, etc. Right. So it's like real life shit. Uh huh. Marvel and versus it's, DC. It's the rivalry <laughs> between Marvel and DC. Okay. So not like Superman fighting Iron Man. It's okay. That's where <laughs> I got lost. It's it's about Stan Lee fighting DC. Jack Kirby. <laughs> okay. Fucking, no, Jack Kirby yeah. was one. Was he Dick uh, Kirby would be I, DC? Fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, no, it would definitely be Kirk Kirby if it was Marvel. So I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know how to feel about. I it definitely either. won't watch it. Yeah, I'd, I mean, it'll definitely sit know. in my queue for three years, and I go, "Oh, I should watch that sometime." And I never actually play it. Yeah, how much does this service cost? Is my 
first and probably only question. Five, oh, right. I just forgot it was on this shitty stream. No, fuck that. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> you just forgot it was on this shitty yeah, stream. Yeah, I thought we were talking like Hulu or some shit like that. I <laughs> no, fuck that. Yep. Trash. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. You know what is on Hulu or something, notably Netflix? Uh, a new SpongeBob SquarePants spinoff starring Squidward. Huh? Huh? Eh? Anybody? Uh, this ain't it. Is it called Squidward Dicknose? I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. Man, what if it was just an adult fucking SpongeBob? Uh, I adult would fucking that. SpongeBob. That's, that... <laughs> yes. Look, the hand, the pirate guy. I forgot so about he's... the hand. He's not a thing anymore, is he? The hand? Yeah, like like in the show. Like kids kids watching SpongeBob now don't know about the hand. I don't think kids are watching SpongeBob now. They're still making that shit. Yeah, dude. SpongeBob is still on. I mean, yeah, once what? his face isn't there anymore, so it's not great. Sponge- but... SpongeBob is still the best thing that's ever happened to Nickelodeon. Oh, one hundred percent. I I would argue yeah. that Butch Hartman is the best thing that ever happened to Nickelodeon. Yeah, uh, but SpongeBob is a close second. It's probably the only cartoon that's still on Nickelodeon. I feel like they've switched over to live yeah. action bullshit. As of late 2017, the media franchise has generated $13 billion in merchandising revenue. Look, man, they're remastering a fucking SpongeBob game next year. <laughs> That's uh, I, I, I hate it. Yeah, everyone hates it, but the kids love it. Apparently, I don't actually know that. <laughs> um, I would check that out. I don't know. I'm not dying to see it. Yeah. Uh, last piece of news real quick. Bethesda. Everybody's favorite fucking company right now, right behind uh, Bioware, has has shut down Human Head Studios uh, either immediately after or immediately before Human Head Studios released Rune 2, which they, just uh, Bethesda out. didn't shut them down. They shut they them were... down. So let me finish this. They shut them down and then they formed a new studio. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't actually know what the fuck's going on here. No, they but, didn't um, shut down. The other studio went bankrupt. One of the guys from Human Head was playing, literally playing a game of Carcassonne on iPhone with Pete Hines. It was like, hey, you should do something about this. And I guess they're like, yeah, sure. Here, we'll bring you on as another Bethesda studio. Let's go. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it's I don't understand weird. it. I don't like understand the day it. that their game comes out, we find out they're going under and all of a sudden they've been resurrected. So it's wild. <laughs> From the studio that almost brought you prey to. Yep. Twice. Way it's weird. Way. Um, but yeah, like all or most of those people are now at a new studio, so I don't fucking know. But that's real. That's a bummer for people who like Rune and want to play Rune 2 because. Um, Rune 2 oh, wait. Are we talking about like Viking yeah. game Rune? I didn't yeah. even know that was a thing. I fucking yeah. love the shit out of Rune. Well, yeah, now you can play Rune 2 with absolutely zero post-launch support. Okay, that sounds great. That's how I played <laughs> Rune 1, so. It was all, like, at LAN parties with my dad and his buddies. Perfect. Uh, I'm interested in checking that out, but um, it's, it's a weird situation. I really I wanted to see their prey. And I didn't even know it was coming out, so their <laughs> advertising budget was nil. Well, I, I wonder why. Year, and that was it. <laughs> I wonder what happened that made their advertising <laughs> budget nothing. Uh, that's the news. Hmm. I know there's a lot of bangers in there. It's just it was just such a good week for news. I had yeah, to pick only the week. best. Hey, Witcher um, got renewed for season two too. 
Okay. Before the season comes out. So we'll see if they get a season. Damn, that's Netflix. They must they must have some faith in it. Yep. Oh, there was another thing. Uh Doctor Sleep is gonna be a horrible flop. Oh yeah. It's looking real fucking bad for that movie as far as money goes. What they projected? Just from budget to income. Oh. Uh, they might lose as many as $30 million on that movie. Hmm. Um, I still haven't seen it yet. Matt, I think you're the only one who has I so far. Fucking, well, yeah, I'll talk about it later. In, and so here, here's the thing. Yeah. Like before Matt talks about it later, it doesn't seem to be that people are hating this movie. Right. I'm expecting it to have some wicked cult following exactly like The Shining. Uh, yeah, it just it, it, it's I'll, I'll i'll i have a story about it after after i was leaving the theater so i'll i'll save that for later though all right i'll, I'll bring up my other shit there too um and now that is actually the news all right well i did some pretty lame shit that probably isn't gonna get talked about for a long time so i'm gonna go first um but first uh if you haven't if if it's actually news to you at the time of listening to this that disney plus came out Congratulations. I don't know how you didn't know, but Disney Plus is out. <laughs> Secondarily, if you have a Verizon Unlimited plan, you get a year of it for free. Which I do have, but I didn't sign up for. You Why? out. <laughs> is it, did I miss like the... No, the you should still be it? able to get it. Google okay. it. You can, there's all kinds of guides on it. You literally just log into your account, go to add-ons, and pick Disney Plus. Hmm, okay. Super easy. Anyway, you were saying you had no. words coming out of your mouth. Yeah, so <laughs> I, uh, well, I don't even know where to start. I'm all over the damn place. I watched a Johnny Cash documentary today, which was actually super fucking good. It's on YouTube for free. Oh, you didn't watch it on Disney Plus? <laughs> no. no, it's called The oh, Gift, The Journey right, hold of on. Johnny Cash. Real quick, before you talk about this bullshit, I just want to go back. Just rewind the tape real real quick. Uh, Free Solo is on Disney Plus, and everyone should watch it. Okay, that's my moment. <laughs> yeah, it's a National Geographic property, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I learned some shit about Johnny Cash. The only thing is that it kind of, it says that it's made, it was made in cooperation with his estate, meaning his family, meaning that they didn't really touch on, like, Johnny Cash cheating on june carter cash with her sister while she was pregnant like he he, he did some bad shit but they did and get into wait did did he like pay her off did he i don't know all right that's the end of my joke oh okay <laughs> good you <laughs> proud of yourself i am thank you i learned that johnny cash's fucking 14 year old brother died on a table saw he had a job. Um, he, yeah, he had a job cutting down oak trees. And I guess he was acting weird before work one day. And his mom was like, you seem like you don't want to go to work. And he's like, well, I need to go to work. I just feel like something. He's like, I got a bad feeling today. And then he came home while Johnny uh, was fishing. And his dad came home with Jack's clothes and a, like a burlap bag. But yeah, I don't know how he died. He, it cut him from his ribs to his stomach. Damn. Which was, which was kind of nuts, yeah. He obviously had the most violent sneeze of his life. <laughs> the only thing that I can think of, because I've, I've dealt with table saws a little bit, but the only thing I can think of is if you're on the opposite side that the, the piece of wood is being fed and you're leaned over it and like a shirt or something gets caught, it, the way that the blade is rotating, it'll like the blade will actually grab anything. 
and like a fucking rocket launch it in the uh like towards the the direction that it's being pushed from yeah you can like shoot shit across the wood shop in high school that way yeah. um i you never can, you yeah, can they... kill people <laughs> yeah don't get it got yeah so that was kind of fucking nuts and he said that that pretty much influenced all of his all of his songwriting that like i guess his dad told him that it was his fault which um but it was he... johnny's fault or it was his dad's yeah. fault that it was that it was Johnny Cash's fault that his brother died. And so obviously he was uh, his brother was 14 when this happened and it, it was his older brother. So, wow. Yeah, he was younger than 14 being told that you're the reason your brother's dead. So that's some shit right there. Yeah. God damn fuck just happened hey welcome Hi, back anybody else nope no that was just you i just barreled right through it uh <laughs> we so, barely noticed yeah so matt i was saying that uh how his brother died when he was 14 it was his older brother and so some age younger than 14 uh johnny cash was told that he was it was his fault that his brother died by his dad oh, totally. and then in the 60s uh that's when Johnny was he was playing a lot of shows and someone was like, hey, take this. They'll help you stay awake when you're driving home, which it was an amphetamine. And then he was like, hey, take this one when when the day's over and you need to go to bed. And so then it started like up a habit that ended up being like 100 pills a day Jesus. by Johnny's account. Yeah. A case of beer a day. The epidemic over here. Yeah. A case of beer and 100 pills a day was what he was on. And then. Yeah, it's like some Jim Jones level shit for fucking real. Um, I learned June Carter Cash. You want to take a guess at which song? I this may be like common knowledge. I didn't know this. Y'all want to take a guess at which song? Fire. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> yep. Didn't My know that shit. Well. Uh, however, <laughs> wait, what's the context here? I would. That's the only one I can name. Johnny Cash so didn't was... write it. Oh. Okay. oh. <laughs> I, I didn't actually know that. Yeah, that was. Oh, glad, glad you didn't skip over that. <laughs> yeah, June Carter Cash uh, was given writing credits on Ring of Fire, so she yeah, was also but, unhappy with the marriage. <laughs> uh, well, no, they were together until they both died. But yeah, I mean, you can be together and not be yeah. happy about it. Yeah, say something like a Ring of Fire on your, you know, finger and everything. In this documentary, his family kind of does a nice way of just saying like he. Uh, she put up with it for as long as she needed to because they said that they almost split up and then they didn't for whatever reason. I think he got off drugs again. And then actually he ended up back on drugs in the eighties as, as like an old man. When did Johnny cash die? 2003. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And then fucking Rick Rubin shows up in the documentary and he's like, yeah, I, I, I told Johnny I wanted to meet him. So he came over to my house and, he said he wasn't sure what to do, and I told him, well, let's, let's record an album. I'll sign you for an album, and uh, you're going to sit in my living room and just play whatever you want to with two microphones. And so they recorded like a fully acoustic album when Johnny was like old. He did a lot What's of cool it? shit, though. As, did that album come out? Yeah, it's called... Uh, How do you spell that? Johnny Cash. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's actually uh, eight H's. Okay. It's American recordings. American recordings. Okay. 
I will have to look into that. So yeah, he did a lot of cool shit though. He did a concept album from the perspective of Native Americans on how they were treated growing up. He did a bunch of prison reform. He did the famous uh, Folsom Prison concert that was recorded and his record label begged him to not do it, said he shouldn't do it. And he pretty much most of his life didn't give a fuck what people didn't want him to do. And he just did whatever he wanted because he knew it'd be fine. And uh, it got album of the year. So fuck him. Fuck him. He also got hate mail from the clan for hugging a black guy on his TV show because he had a TV show where he would just bring on different musicians and they would play different like he would play like some of their music. They'd play some of his music. They play music together they, like they had Stevie Wonder on there doing Ring of Fire or Ray Charles. Sorry. <laughs> Wrong blind piano. Wow. Oh, ed- ed- edit that out, Craig, if you could just cut that. Uh... Yeah, Craig, just do your do your magic. <laughs> All right, so moving on from the fucking Johnny Cash thing. All right, before you move on, I have to hijack this shit real fucking quick. Yeah, I just clicked the link. The the thing I do is I just look at the news while Trace is talking about Johnny Cash. (laughs) And um, here's what I found. There's a leak that suggests that Modern Warfare is getting uh, new weapons and new operators and stuff, right? Which is par for the course for what they've been saying. And then I look at it and I look at these fucking pictures of these operators. And I just want to real quickly point out that both of the people in Diant Word are coming as fucking operators in this game, if this is to be believed. Wait, I just want to point that out real fucking quick. He's the third from the left, bro. Oh, oh my God. Yes, they are. <laughs> also, is that fucking what Marshawn fuck? Lynch? That's Marshawn Lynch over there on the right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's Marshawn Lynch. What in the fuck? Also, next to Ninja, is that? Who is that? Uh, some dude in a ski mask. I don't know, bro. No, that's, an, that's another. No, sorry, to the right. I meant. I know. Um, I know. I was just fucking with you. What's the name of the dude that's in District Nine? Is that him? Is that I don't Ch- think Charlotte so. Copley? That looks I, like him. I don't think. I don't think that looks no. like him. But um, I'm, yeah, okay. I'm in. I'm even more into this game than I thought I was. Anyway, let's move on to other shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to keep talking about things that people can't see, but that's, that's how they look in the game. Weird. Okay. Like, like they have these little pictures that, and these little like intro videos that you can see like down below. Anyway, um, if, yeah, I, can on. I'll, I'll game, if I can play as Ninja and hear him go, Oh shit, man. You don't shut side. the fuck up about call of duty. I am no. going to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Talk about Ray Charles. Game I played this week. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair i do want to play it it's there's just a lot of there's kind of a lot of things that i would throw my money at but i don't want to throw any money so i'm just I, yeah holding on to it anyways for Hold the love of god yep uh i this might get y'all on board they put out four episodes of new queer eye but they went to japan i saw it's, that it's way 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 fucking good the first episode is a an like a middle-aged woman. I think, well, no, I think she's in her forties. Yeah. Middle-aged woman. And her sister died uh, at a, obviously a relatively young age in a hospital. She talks about her watching her sister with tubes down her throat and that she didn't want anyone to die like that. So she straight up fucking converted her house into a hospice house and has, has like patients and she takes care of all these people and they, and she'd pretty much like, she wouldn't she wouldn't bathe for like days at a time. She didn't have a bedroom in her own house. Her bedroom had someone in it and she slept in a sleeping bag at the front door 
Damn. She she should have slept in the bathtub. Then she could have. <laughs> right. Two I birds, guess two birds, one stone. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like that's a pretty good idea, actually. I'm but yeah, full of them. There's a. It's kind of neat. They go. There's a. Uh, I don't want to keep yammering and just like tell you every episode. But there's another one where they uh they meet a gay guy. Like their subject is a gay guy who is introducing his family to his boyfriend for the first time, his long distance boyfriend. But also he isn't he like isn't ever around gay people. And he like was struggling to express himself. And it was pretty neat. So, yeah, y'all should fucking watch uh, the new Queer Eye. Are they Japanese people or is it just yes. like Americans in Japan? OK, yeah, they no, they're all Japanese people. It's mostly subtitled. Wait, even like the translator. So it doesn't have the four like main queer eye guys. It has Japanese. Yeah, it has all five. No, it has all five. Oh, okay. It has Jonathan, Tan, Anthony, Karamo, and Bobby. Look, we all know who the five are. You don't need to do that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to mansplain to you. Miranda, Samantha, <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> I did see that that uh, listed on Netflix. I thought that was it's a only neat four idea. episodes. It's like I think they're like forty minute episodes, though forty fifty minute episodes. Well, now that I've got that killer Jonathan Van Ness cosplay, I feel like I should actually start watching uh, the show. Should yeah, I can get into? You haven't the watched any of it? Nah. I think you and Ariel would like it. Oh no, I know we would. I just never. It's one of those things that just sits in my queue that I actually want to watch, but I always shut off I watch GBBM. The for fucking 40 <laughs> minutes, okay? Skip two episodes of Mary Berry's fucking old clammy jowls <laughs> flapping. I can't, I can't, dude, I can't. She's got me, her nails are dug in deep. Whatever. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I've uh, played Destiny. Play more Destiny. We got Whisper oh. of the Worm. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't. Did. I haven't watched Most anything. Of did. However, however, this weekend... I am watching at least one or two Star Wars movies. Which one do I watch first? You My start party. with three. Is what start you with do. three? No. Three, make Trace watch the one. prequels no. first. No. If you watch the other two, you will not like Star Wars. No, no. Here's the Cut thing. Out. No, you have to start from the beginning so that it progressively gets better. I agree with Jordan. I, you get I the bad say, ones out of the way first. Let's compromise. Yeah. Let's compromise. Find a good summary video. That way you don't have to sit no. there. God awful no, dialogue no. and CG. I mean, I will send you fun summary videos, but uh, just you have to watch one, two, three, uh, Rogue One. You can just save Solo till the end. We won't worry about that. Solo, and don't it, worry about Rogue One is required because it is the best, the best movie in, in the opinion. franchise. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Just watch them in order. Okay. With, with Rogue One after three. So one is the worst one. What is the worst? Two is, mm, is I don't nearly know, also the worst. It's got some cool Wait, scenes. Trace, how do you feel about trade wars and interplanetary politics? I think two is definitely oh, the God. worst because Hayden Christensen. What Hayden Christensen has that <laughs> shitty Padawan rat rat tail the entire movie. Uh, well, that's what Obi Wan had in the entire first one. <laughs> yeah, but Obi Wan's cool and doesn't fucking whine about sand. Uh, and like, yeah, two's shitty or sorry one shitty but at least he's got darth maul in it and he's a fucking badass uh yeah oh, actually, at least okay, one I half of that movie is that one yeah when it came out i watch think it again. I watched that one in theaters i was yeah like, when you were four yeah i was what year did it come out when you were four i think was it 99 
99 or 2000. It was one of those yeah, two. Yeah, 1999. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember watching it. Just watch them in order. Okay. And then watch the Clone Wars TV show. But um, make sure that in the same day you can watch Rogue One and then immediately start episode four. Yeah. yeah. So, so I would... I don't know. The first two are so bad. Like I watched, I've watched all of them this week. Up to I'm on, I'm on four right now. Maybe the I'll try to two, just like. And then you the have to watch them. Jump, the quality jump from two to three is insane. Yeah, it's not that insane. Three is not it, very it's good. Insane. I, I love mm, three. I, three is th- good. The whole fight on Mustafar is that where they're fighting? Yeah. Mm. So good. It's fine. You're fine. Shut the fuck up. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, three and then Rogue One and episode four need to be on the same day for sure. Because they are Rogue One is basically episode 3.5. 2.5. Rogue One. No, no, you're 3.5. I can't. You wouldn't recommend going one, two, three, Rogue One, four. Yes. No, that's what we're saying. Oh, yeah. But you have to watch one. I mean, the first group. You the first to... two movies are not good, but you have to watch them in order to say that you've seen Star Wars. You can't you can't watch all the good ones and be like, oh dude, I love Star Wars. I've, I saw I saw all of them. I saw yeah. all, the, all the ones. Or should I like... only watch one and two and force myself to find good things to say about it? Be like, I fucking love Star Wars. Yeah, I've actually only seen the first two, but I fucking love it. But they're oh, like, oh, the God. first two. Yeah, yeah. You saw New Hope and Empire. Cool. <laughs> I'm just now realizing like, no. <laughs> that we should have told Trace to watch one and two and not said anything about them and seen his blind reaction of if he enjoyed I would have come back he and said been, they were good. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, man, I love that Jar Jar guy. Oh is, he, is he around? Like, I see why everyone likes him. Does he turn into a fucking senator at some point? Sweet. <laughs> You can't I, see my I you can't see my fucking face, but the Darth Jar Jar theory. <laughs> it is so theory. fucking valid. There's no, no, there's no validity to that bullshit. Here's what you do, Trace. I'm just gonna lay it out, and then we're gonna stop talking about this. Okay. On day on day one, you're gonna watch one and two, right? Then okay. you're gonna t- you're gonna take a shower. Next day, you're gonna watch three Rogue One, four. Then okay. you know you're gonna have to change. You're watching three oh, movies in a one day. No, you're going to. You're gonna I don't take know. a day. I might be able to. He's not watching that's, that's, two movies in one. That's day. what six they, hours. That, that they they will sit in front of the computer for more than six hours a day. Yeah, it's the only requ- the only actual requirement is you have to watch that I can drink through them. <laughs> exactly, you you have to though. Like I can't overstate this enough. You have to watch Rogue One and New Hope in the same day, preferably same, in the same yeah. sitting. Like a, okay. as soon as Rogue One is over, you turn on a New Hope. Like, can I take a shit between them? You can yes. take a shit. Keep it like 15 it's, minutes. It's got to be fresh. It is going to make you take a shit. Hi. <laughs> yeah, don't don't say too much. Rogue One is fucking amazing. Like, All right. All right. So we have that settled. And, and the rest of them you can watch in any, or not in any order, but in any broken up set. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, after, after um, that, you're into the normal. All right. normal so stuff. next week, we're going to have the segment New to Trace. <laughs> new, new to Trace. New where we talk no, about literally me. anything in the world that's not MMA or Destiny 2. Yeah. <laughs> or hentai. Got him. <laughs> All right. I believe Trace is done. Jacob. I've never spilled my seed to hentai. I do not believe that, dude. Oh, I've well, seen Emilio's not. book, dude. All I've right, seen all Jacob. The print- so we're talking about other stuff now. Oh. <laughs> Casual segue to Jacob's stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
Hello, I am Jacob. Hey. Um, I just watched a bunch of shit this week, like always. I mean, I remember really only playing Destiny. Uh, haven't been playing Overwatch at all, actually, since I started Destiny, which is, it's kind of weird for me. I went back and I played one game during the Halloween event. And I was like, nah, I'm just, it, it, it doesn't do it for me anymore. <laughs> this game's a bummer. Okay. Yeah. Um, so most recently I watched a movie called Starfish last night. Um, I said no hentai, but thank you. <laughs> I'm going, <laughs> I feel like it goes without saying, but just in case this is your first time listening to Game Quest, uh, welcome. Thank you for listening. Uh, I was <laughs> baked off my ass while I was watching this movie and it made absolutely zero sense to me. Um, also, the trailer was w- way different than what the movie actually was. Uh, so it starts out, there's this girl, she's like at a funeral. She's all sad, whatever. Breaks into her dead friend's <laughs> apartment uh, and finds a walkie-talkie. And there's this dude talking to her. And he's like, oh, yeah, she's been helping me with this thing. There's something. They received this signal from space. And they're trying to decrypt it or something like that. And then she goes to sleep and wakes up. And everyone in the town is gone. And there's just weird. There's a weird thing there. So, you know, you, uh, I don't know, dude, it was, it's fucking weird. It, I don't know if it was good or not. Uh, I have a hard time saying that it was bad though. I mean, I don't feel, is it, is it just like an art movie? Yeah. 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 The trailer painted it kind of like, you know, this guy on the walkie talkie was going to be coaching her through like killing the monster or getting some safe haven or something like that. He, and that was really only in like one scene where she was talking to this dude, maybe two scenes. Uh, the rest of it was just her and like some weird fucking, there's a weird animation sequence in the middle of it while she's like listening to some music. I don't know. It was fucking weird. Uh, it's on Netflix. If you're into that kind of stuff. Okay. Leave the silence uh, in there. I, I wish I Craig can't. didn't, I wish Craig didn't automatically cut it out. <laughs> Look, I can absolutely get behind what you just sold of starfish. I just had to get that out of the way because I often don't have anything to talk about. So the fact that I had one thing, I had to put it on the list, even if it wasn't good. Um, okay. Better things I watched. I started, I only watched the first episode, but I started living with yourself. The new Paul Rudd show. on oh, Netflix. Man. Uh, That's fucking good. Yeah. It was not at all what I was expecting. Uh, a lot darker too. I was expecting more comedy yeah it it uh, goes really some good. places too um let's talk about the fact that tom brady was shitting on robert Kraft for his sex spa <laughs> what no you didn't you didn't get that out of that i mean i saw tom brady but i i don't understand the reference it's uh so robert Kraft owns oh, or not show? owns or okay i was like what the hell why'd we saw oh yeah no he he maintains that uh no that's not what that was about but um it, the coincidence is just too great. I just think it's funny. I'll let the the listener figure that one out. Okay. I did uh, think it was funny. <laughs> I, I did think it was genuinely funny when he, when Paul Rudd asked him if it was his first time. And he said, no, it's <laughs> yeah. my sixth. And I'm like, ah, because of the Super Bowls. Uh, oh, I actually didn't get that. But I still <laughs> yeah. thought it was funny that it wasn't like, obviously, it's not his first time. Yeah, that's why he said it's it's his sixth, and then the implication is that he goes there, and then he wins the Super Bowl afterwards. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I also watched Jojo Rabbit, 
which like I said, after I got done watching it, surprise to no one, the movie was fantastic. Uh, Taiko Atiti, he does he does it for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, Taiko Atiti's version of Hitler just does it for you. Yeah, it was it was really good. the The second half, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to spoil it. The it's really good. You should go watch it. Maybe once a couple more of you guys have seen it, we can talk about it a little bit more. Uh, why is it? Why is it called Jojo Rabbit? Uh, his name is. Johan something he goes by Jojo and then when he's at one of the Nazi camps or the the Hitler youth things um, he gets cornered by some like older Nazi boys at the camp and they're like oh if you're such a man then kill this rabbit and he doesn't kill the rabbit so they just start making fun of him and call him Jojo rabbit ah okay thank you you're welcome what else uh, two other things that Matt will be able to weigh in on. Uh, Castle Rock last week was fucking wild. Holy shit, dude. I legitimately was crying at the end. Oh yeah. my fucking God. It that was so hard to watch. Okay, sorry. It's another thing. Jordan, are you watching Castle Rock right now? Uh, I've watched the first episode. Ah, oh, man. This season is so good. It's I another believe it. It's, the episode was so good and pivotal to this season that i don't want to like go into details really yeah Um, we can just take that as another endorsement for you should be watching castle rock yeah it should be watching it once you get to episode five in a long time yeah get a tissue box ready because holy shit (laughs) (laughs) um and i watch it and not cry and be like matt that I laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah, just how mad is with probably every, reverse fucking <laughs> Just like that. Um, I started His Dark Materials last week. Also, I think there's two episodes out now. Maybe three. Uh, yeah, there's there's two. I haven't watched this week though. But that's been good. I I'm not familiar with the source material at all. I saw that shitty movie once or twice when it first came out in the early 2000s. Uh, and I never really read any of the books, so I don't really know what to expect out of the show. Daphne Keene, who is uh, X-23 and Logan, plays the main character, and she's fantastic. Um, they all have little, they call them demons. They're like little animal companions that are part of their soul or something like that. I'm not really it sure. Is what their soul, oh, I, it is their I'm soul? Oh, it is their soul? right, yeah. Okay. Uh, so everyone's, you know, got a cool animal. When they're kids, they... Uh, shapeshift because they haven't settled on what form they're going to take um so it's kind of cool to see you know lyra running around down the halls and her thing starts out as a little mouse but as she's you know jumping over banishers or something it turns into a bird to fly next to her it's just you know kind of cool set dressing stuff like that uh james mcavoy's in it and i'll watch anything that he's in that's literally the only reason i want to see this (laughs) Uh, i've heard so many good things about the books and never read them i uh, same with as with jacob i watched the shitty ass movie and aside from that nothing so i think i played that game back in the day which I, was probably, probably not a good experience also, yeah <laughs> i can't imagine that was cool for me um and then i've been uh watching watchmen which i didn't put on the list but I'm watching that every week and that's super good also watch this week's either but yeah, uh, last week was the one with blake in the phone booth right yes that's and the, the giant blue yeah 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Penis. <laughs> yeah. No, literally. <laughs> HBO's really coming out swinging uh, post Game of Thrones, and I'm I'm liking what they're throwing down. Yeah, I, swinging even if, dicks. <laughs> even if Watchmen wasn't good, I would watch it just for Ozymandias's meltdown every fucking yeah. episode because it's hilarious. Am I still the only one who's watched or is watching Silicon Valley? Yeah. I've never watched it. I've watched the first couple of seasons, but I've never made it all oh, the way through. It's really fucking funny. I'll give her a go. Oh, no. They're in the final I season right now. I can't watch anything with TJ Miller in it anymore. I know he's not on the show anymore, but I got to watch through those seasons. And that dude's yeah. just such a dickhead that, like. He is. Yeah. His character is also a dickhead, so you hate him anyway, so it makes <laughs> it a little bit better. But I get you. I don't know. I still watch. I still watch Baby Driver and Kevin Spacey's in that shit. So. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I still listen to R. Kelly. Well, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's wrong on multiple levels, Trace. <laughs> the fact that I listen to him for starters. When he... the, the fact that it's just terrible. Yeah. Trace has a playlist right, that's no. just R. Kelly, Chris Brown, and Michael Jackson. And that's all it plays. <laughs> My trapped in the closet was wasn't bad. I will agree <laughs> with that. Yep. All right. It was entertaining. Uh, it was it was bad, but it was entertaining. Uh, I yeah. think trapped in the drive-thru is the better version of that. Come on. <laughs> no. Is that weird, Al? Yeah. Not even as a joke. <laughs> uh, Jacob, did you have anything else? No, man, that's it. Okay. Uh, Matt, do you have anything that's not related to all the spoilers we're going to be flinging at each other here soon? Yes, I, I do. I, I did watch Dr. Sleep, and I am putting that up there with it. Chapter one as one of the best King adaptations ever fucking made. Um, They took everything that I didn't really like about the book, mainly the ending. (laughs) Shocking. And yeah, who would have expected that from Stephen King? Right. But um, they changed the ending and the ending feels like the biggest middle finger that Steve King can give to fucking Kubrick. And it's hilarious. Oh, really? Uh, It's great. The whole thing fucking Ewan McGregor. I almost said Ian McKellen. Uh, (laughs) Ewan McGregor. Same difference. Fucking fantastic. Uh, The girl they had uh, was fantastic. Um, There was a point fucking <laughs> like the first 40 minutes or so that had me sobbing like a baby and i was sitting there like there's like four other people in the theaters trying not to look around like don't fucking look over here kind of shit. Um, you went opening week right and there's only yeah four i did i was excited for this movie like i, I i'm legitimately excited um as and, i said yeah, this movie is doing horribly yeah yeah it, it's real <laughs> weird but um there is a scene in this that puts the lamppost scene in Hereditary to absolute fucking shame. <laughs> and it's just gruesome as fuck. <laughs> and there were, there were... Okay, there are a little more than four people. I think there were like five or six with the kids. There's this family that walked in there with like a fucking three-year-old and a five-year-old, it looks like. I look at the mom, and I've read the book. I know what happens. It's like, man, there's a scene in this that these kids are not going to want to see. It's like, all <laughs> and sure as shit that scene comes around and you just hear the kids sobbing in the back and i was like why the fuck did you bring these kids to this movie oh my god like it is fucked up um god but yeah and then, i think i know what you're talking about too yeah probably um as i was leaving the theater too this old couple like oh that that was supposed to be the shining the shining is with real people and i was like 
The Shining is about fucking ghosts, you nincompoop. Uh, like, you don't remember the old lady in the bathtub? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just like, I don't fucking know. Uh, you just can't, can't reason with people. You, you, um, you can't at all. Um, is this better or worse than Gerald's game? Hmm. The, the other it's Mike better. Flanagan directed the other Stephen Flanagan, King. Movie. I, I liked Gerald's game a lot. This one's definitely better. It, definitely it just, it, better. It's just, it's just bigger budget, I think. It's just got a little more oomph to it. Well, yeah, that's um, true. Also, a lot more going on. Yeah, a lot more going on. I mean, I don't. I like Gerald's game a lot. Like that's out of Netflix has knocked it out of the park with freaking adaptations too. But okay. So I'll watch anything Mike Flanagan chance, does. Yeah, get a chance. Go fucking watch it. It's definitely worth it. It's fantastic. Uh, the main the main chick, the villain, uh, I can't remember the fucking actress's name, but holy crap, she is creepy as fuck. Is that? Um, and kind of a... Uh, Rebe- Rebecca Ferguson? Rebecca Ferguson. There you go. Like The, the one, not the other one? Because there's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There are two actresses, and it's confusing. Yeah. The one that was in Mission Impossible. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um absolutely creepy it's, it's oh my god there, there's so many scenes here that i want to talk about but i don't oh uh, he dropped okay uh well, so i'm gonna take it away fight, i guess <laughs> uh you know he'll be back eventually so i'm just gonna talk about a few things that i did um uh well matt's not here. i watched detective pikachu oh i haven't you watched think? it yet i did that thing um that was fun so i mean yeah that was that was I don't have the biggest affinity for Pokemon, right? So I thought that that was really cool. I thought they missed a ton of opportunities to have other Pokemon in this movie because, you know, just in the background and like these random shots, you see a lot of like Charmander and Squirtle and mm-hmm. Bulbasaur. You you just see them in like a dozen scenes where they could have just thrown in like other very obscure Pokemon just for just for fun, you know? Yeah, and there's there's plenty of obscure just for fun Pokemon in this movie. I just kind of wish they went like full tilt with it and like had all of them in there somewhere so that you could collect them all, quote unquote, <laughs> in like a Pokemon Snap style. Yeah. That that'd be a lot of fun. Um, but no, I mean I thought it was it was cool. It was interesting. It it I don't know how it fits into Pokemon lore with uh old dude. Yeah, what did you think about that ending? <laughs> I don't. Just fine. Yeah, it's fine. How how far into the movie was it before you realized what was going to happen? Uh, I did not get that at all. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Pikachu. Yeah, I I had no inclination that that's what happened. Nice. Yeah, so that was that was fun for me. Maybe I just wasn't thinking about it enough, but because um, no, I having fun. Yeah, looking back, I can be like, really oh, the clues movie. were there. Well, I don't know. It's fun to play <laughs> along. Play along, right? No, no I, I I did not see that happening before it happened and i wasn't like oh shit it was like oh okay yeah <laughs> yeah cool movie really fun yeah it was a fucking uh, blast yeah uh matt welcome back what else did you do i watched the mandalorian that's what else i did oh Woo, that was, that hey, was fun. put your disney stuff in the discord please oh shit i'll do that <laughs> as soon as i'm done watching episode four so just in Thanks, case <laughs> disney daddy. Um, <laughs> holy shit i'm in love because <laughs> God damn, it's good. Uh, the mu- the moment the fucking opening music turns on, and it's like this fucking Ennio Morricone shit. I'm like, yes, I am here for this. 
And then it's just got so many good moments. The first episode is only 39 minutes long, but it feels like it's perfectly paced. So I'm not going to complain too much about length. But and then I don't know. I, I can't it's, talk it too much without spoiling it. So God damn it. It's <laughs> fucking full on spaghetti western. It and, is. Oh, that's um, so good. That's cool. There's also just a ton of Easter eggs in it, which I think you have to have in your Star Wars thing these days. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, one in particular that I'm hoping Jacob will catch on to, but you'll need... Okay, I, then I won't say it. I won't say yeah, anything, no. I should say. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to say anything, but the, when I saw it, I was like, wait a minute. Is that... Were they... Oh my god, that's got to <laughs> be it. And I was having a huge geek out moment. I mean, it's, it's Dave Filoni and John Favreau who are like basically two kids playing in a fucking toy box yeah. in Star Wars toys. Like... Dave Filoni is George Lucas's protege. Like he knows his shit, and when he's if he's got something in there, then it means something. So, I will also say, Matt, if you're referencing the thing I think you're referencing, there's also another reference to that that I read about, like a, a more um, direct. Anyway, uh, it loses points because Gina Carano is not in the first episode, so that's a thumbs down for me. But Taika Waititi is. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, I will say that, um, God, what's his face? The the guy, the actor, the lead. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, he is great. Having this Mandalorian bounty hunter with this personality and a really fucking good and fun personality at that <laughs> is really cool. Um, I knew nothing about this. I didn't watch any of the trailers. I didn't do any of that shit. I had it in my brain that this was a Boba Fett story. and Oh. To clear up for everyone who doesn't know, that's not the case. Boba Fett is not a fucking Mandalore. Yeah, well, f- fuck you. I don't know. <laughs> he was goddamn exiled. Took the well, Django. Django was exiled. Took okay, the exactly. Boba Fett is a fucking clone, people. <laughs> but yeah, he's not even from Mandalore, huh? <laughs> no. Matt's sweating. Yeah, but he's got I... the same helmet. And I was like, why isn't he in the Slave One? I don't know, and then it dawned <laughs> on me very quickly that that was not the case. Armor. It's, uh, Why doesn't he sound like he's from New Zealand? Also, <laughs> Brian Pesain is in this movie or this, this show, and I fucking love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he shows up. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Who? I was like, is, is that Brian Pesain? Yeah, it's Brian oh, that's Pesain. That okay. big guy? The big dude who's okay. just like the dumbest motherfucker and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's like not like dumb, dumb, but like just says stupid shit. Uh, the guy from Devil's Rejects, yeah, you know the one. Yeah, Louis C.K.'s like weird nephew. <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah, that's a good description. <laughs> why? Why would you taint Brian Pesain like that? He was Hopefully on the Sarah not Silverman raping, show, right? But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh god! But yeah, I'm liking the show so far. I can't wait to keep watching. Is uh, there is another week? episode on that. Friday? Okay, and then it's going oh. to be Fridays through December 27th. So the weird thing is, and this may tie in to big old spoiler that i'm not going to say but there is a week gap because they don't release an episode when rise of skywalker comes out it's sure a week. Oh. so it could just be because you know it's rise of skywalker do we know when this takes place five it's... years after the battle of yeah it's out right now seven oh, okay. seven Shut years up. before ray's <laughs> Yeah, like the Empire is literally just fallen in the Battle of Jakku. La, and it's la, just la, like Imperial la, 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 it, No, that's Why would anyone want to go back to Jakku? So, yeah, don't I'm worry, Trace. You'll get that reference. Yeah, one Don't day. you worry. <laughs> uh, what else, Matt? 
you have a lot of oh, stuff I mean, on here. I, that's I, I did read. I did read. Start. We'll start reading a book, and the only reason I put it on there is because it has the most unlikable protagonist I have ever fucking read about. Cool. It is thirteen, and in the first four pages, he uh, rapes the farm girl, and I'm sitting there like, "What the fuck Whoa. is going on?" And he's like, "Fucking Joffrey." If Joffrey was smart. And he's the protagonist of this fucking trilogy. And I'm sitting there like, I don't know if I can finish this because this kid is straight up evil. Um, and then, like, two days after I started reading, I found out it got optioned for TV. And I'm like, there's no way this is getting made. There is no fucking way this is getting made because of that kid. Um, what if the kid yeah. that plays Joffrey plays him? I, oh, my fucking God. I don't know. Like, it's gnarly, like. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say that it's called uh, Prince of Thorns, part of the Broken Empire trilogy by Mark Lawrence. I mean, I'm, I've heard really good things about him, so I'm going to try and continue on. But holy oh, fuck, I it think is both. Some books by him. I'm just perusing the Amazon reviews, and it pretty much alternates. I couldn't finish this book to the start. I wasn't sure I was going to like this book, but it came around. So Yeah, that, that's what I saw in Goodreads. <clears throat> like, you gotta push through it and find out why he is like he is. And I'm like, there's gotta be a real good reason for why he is like he is if I'm going to like this series. And I, I don't know that they're dark shit. Uh, sure. Okay. I'll let you read that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep plugging away at the Institute and see if I can ever finish that. <laughs> But yeah, other than that, besides the big spoiler spoilery things that we're going to talk about, that's all I did. All right. Um, I did a few things. Detective Pikachu, obviously. I rewatched Midsummer, and um, Oh, tell Matt... me why you think Midsummer is better than Hereditary. So... And I'll tell you why you're wrong. I mean, I can see... <laughs> I doubt myself in this, okay? Hereditary was much better at sprinkling clues and foreshadowing throughout its movie. Um, did you notice that Midsummer shows you the entire movie in the first frame. Yes, I did. And it shows you key plot points throughout in not so subtle ways, but I just liked the way that they did it. I liked the, the way that they created this pseudo Swedish cult thing. Um, I liked how horrifying it was Yeah, and how horrifying the ending was and watching this, protagonist go through this movie and her acting was fantastic much like um the tony collette tony collette there you go thank you um yeah it doesn't at the end of it it doesn't make as much sense as hereditary yeah. did but oh great i'm fucked <laughs> no in in different ways yeah, there, that's why when I should give it a watch I, when I, I first saw will. Midsummer, everyone asked me like how it compares. Didn't I? Don't think you can compare the two movies. It doesn't actually compare. I just I like this brand of this kind of horror. Yeah, slightly better. Like slightly. Too Maybe bad. it's because it's Ari more Astro fresh. I don't know. Making comedy movies, and you know he's never gonna make a kick-ass horror movie again. Look, sure, but he'll be back. <laughs> He'll be back. They always come back. Just don't support his comedies. And I'll be back also. No, dude, I'll be first in line to watch whatever fucking an Ari Aster comedy movie is going to look like. Because you know I mean, that shit's going to be wild. If you ask Matt, it looks exactly like Hereditary. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It's the last it's act three of Hereditary. Cut in the yeah. hot take alarm right there. I wish we had one. Woo! Woo! 
so I did that. I watched that Seth Meyers stand-up that we talked about last week. Yeah. Um, and the the skip politics button was really fun because <laughs> it, it came up and he he was talking about it in the set. He's like, I asked Netflix to put a button right here and he points down and he actually points at the wrong side of the screen. It was really funny. <laughs> and at the end of it, he's like, man, I just want to do something just for the people who skipped all that, right? Just to make them go back and watch it. And he says something like, yeah, and then I he totally changed my perspective and I, I'm going to vote for him for a second term. And it was like really <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Um, but otherwise, it was weird seeing him do stand-up because, I mean, he's been, you know, SNL Weekly Update. He's been on, you know, his show this whole time. Yeah. And it was, it was just weird. And even, you know, he starts out his set that way. Like, wow, this must be weird to see my legs, right? And just all this other sort of stuff. <laughs> Um, it was really funny. I like Seth Meyers a lot. So uh, if you like his comedy, you can watch like it. Him. Okay, it well then matters. don't watch it. I know. Don't. I'm not going to. I was just, it I doesn't just, matter. I just don't watch it. There. I was just throwing it out there. I was like, oh, you don't need to comment on everything. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm kidding. I appreciate your comment. And uh, I want to, I just want to ask, um, why don't I care why you don't like him? So we're going to move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I played just a ton of Death Stranding and Call of Duty. Bad game. And uh, yes, is my answer to that. <laughs> 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 um, no, I, we'll we'll talk more about that. But I don't want to hold back on anything that might be considered a spoiler. So I think we'll talk about that after the end song, and hopefully not talk about it for eight hours. <laughs> right. Um. So I think I'm done. I are you are y'all done? I'm done. I think we're all done. So that's been Okay. Well, been... before you before you run away with this, I just want to real quickly say that um we will have some Jedi Fallen Order next week. Yeah. Oh shit. We will have, I have... Star Wars next week. Yeah. Trace will be watching. <laughs> we'll have a bunch of Star Wars next week. I'm um, probably gonna buy Pokemon. Uh so I think yeah, that comes out next I'm... week also. I am also getting Pokemon. That'll be out this Thursday night, Friday morning. You getting sword um, or shield? Shield. Oh, sweet. I'm getting sword. Or that's the one I, I want to get anyway. I don't really know what that means, but um, cool, I guess. There's a, there's <laughs> exclusives. We, we can trade. Okay, cool. Um, I will probably have some Lovecraft type games that I'll be playing a little bit of as well. Ooh. Uh, Moon, Moons of Madness and Abandoned Ship, to name them specifically. Uh-huh. And um, I'm hoping to watch some movies. So anything maybe in particular? Ter- maybe Terminator. Mm. Have you guys seen Parasite yet? No. Uh, no, I don't. Giddy ass copy. I want to watch it. Yeah. Normally. <laughs> I, I want to see that. At the, and Lighthouse is still playing near me. I want to see both of those. But oh, I, don't yes. I need to see both of those. I've heard so much about them. <laughs> yes. All right, Trace, take oh, it away. Cat just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> all righty that's been game quest thank you for listening you can find us on facebook at game quest instagram and twitter we are game quest log you can find the link to our discord in the show notes and unless you're going to stick around for death stranding spoilers death spoilers take your award and get the fuck out
would like to take my reward and get the fuck out, please. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I want to I want to offer a preface here. Um, no matter what I say right now, I still continue to play this game. So you can <laughs> you can take from that what you will. But I also would like to offer some real quick uh, information I, I recently learned about that might give me a clue and trace to answer one of his questions why this dialogue sucks so hard and i was reading the thing with the original translator of metal gear solid one he did an op-ed and i believe it was polygon and he was talking about how kojima loves to have his translators take the basis of what is said in japanese transport it to english and throw in some like pithy english jokes that are gonna make him seem either funny or relatable that last part is like my editorializing <laughs> and i can only assume that since he has left konami he's working with a different translator different localization and that's why some of this dialogue just makes me want to kill myself <laughs> and i haven't even gotten to the infamous line of dialogue that is later in the game what's the infamous line of dialogue i'm not gonna say it here i think there's a youtube video i can find for you okay but i yeah i don't want to spoil it for matt specifically yeah, since, I, since i already i heard the uproar i was like all right i gotta see what this is and it i want to club baby seals so I, if it's as bad as the fucking nuke then i will agree with fuck that <laughs> let's okay. get out with the fucking nuke okay all right all right damn. all right jacob <laughs> I think we agree on you're you're a you're a protagonist right you're supposed to be a living breathing human being and over the course of your entire story here you've been picking up missions at computer terminals that tell you what to deliver give you the items and give you a destination if some shady looking motherfucker walks up to you and says hey um something screwed up this package did not get included in the manifest but i need you to take it to one of your friends right now it's very important also it's pretty fragile but i promise it was just a problem with the computer system and then you pick that item up and it says thermonuclear explode or uh, bomb or whatever the final remember it's it's a nuke it's a nuke you pick it up you put it on your back are you just gonna be like this is fine <laughs> <laughs> let me just stroll through this beautiful marshland or so say this. It, it is also it is troy baker and if you know what troy baker looks like when he comes up it's like oh look it's the fucking bad guy of the entire fucking game that's and, a fucking package and this same this same character has tricked this other same character into deploying a nuke before so you get to trek across the world unbeknownst to you even though the package says it's a nuke and you take it to her and she says what the fuck are you doing this is a nuke why do you have the option to not take the nuke? yes you do as a matter of fact i completely skipped taking it to fragile and blew up south dot so yes you do have the option interesting that's not really a choice though so here here's here's what would have made this <laughs> 10 times fucking better for me lose any mention of the fact that it's a fucking nuke have dead man come on screen and say wait we, we missed something in a manifest i don't know how that got by us it says really fragile on it so you might want to you know take it straight to fragile the character 
and that wouldn't not not involve fucking Troy Baker in there at all. And I would have been okay. And then as soon as he comes out, oh, that was a fucking oh, oh shit! I can't trust Dead Man now. <laughs> or but make no. up a false story about how urgent the package is. Yeah, this like on my ass to get this delivered. Can you, we didn't? We'll, we're we're going to send the uh, the paperwork straight to them. It's not on the manifest. Don't worry, we got it taken care of. But it's it's hot. Yeah, I don't, or don't say that it's a fucking thermonuclear bomb. Too. Yeah, don't go into your inventory and see thermonuclear device yeah. and strap it to your shoulder where it's blank and red the whole fucking time. Like, yeah, does it just look like a the warhead of a missile? No, just on it, top it, of it your pyramid of boxes, blinking red. Like, it's just in a box, so it could, totally could have said, "Fuck you, Google, goddamn it!" They totally. <laughs> They heard me talking shit about Stadia. How, they how totally... bad is the balance thing? In it? It's, it's completely negligible. It okay. yeah, it's basically doesn't exist. In comparison to the other gripes with the game. No, it, here's the thing. If you stack your packages up to fucking Leaning Tower of Pisa Heights, you're going to have issues. You don't also, do that, only if they're fine. heavy. Yeah, only I loaded, if they're heavy. I loaded an entire tower of blood bags to show a friend of mine how the balance shit worked. This thing was like 30 feet tall. That's probably an exaggeration, but it was tall. And I was just sprinting around with this tower on my back, just waving back and forth. And I, like, he didn't stumble one inch. So yeah. it's if you fucking have, you're goofy. Like 300 pounds worth of metal. You're going to have some issues no matter what, but it's, it's so negligible. Literally L2 hold L2 and R2. And voila, you can't fucking fall over. You're oh you're God. literally fine. You literally uh, never fall. Yeah, it's okay. not an issue. But do you do you guys understand what the game is now? Like, what's the story? Because I I yeah, don't know I what, under, what is the building bridges game, and yeah. making connections mean. I understand so, way too much about this game because they explain it to you every chapter, five seconds. What chapter are you on? I am in chapter eight. Okay, I'm only on chapter five. So, um. Basically, America is destroyed by something called Death Stranding. We got dead people that can are now in our world, and there's dead babies that can see the dead things, and, and yeah, you make deliveries. <laughs> Literally the entire game, you make the, fucking deliveries. The premise here is that the barrier between the world of the living and the world of the dead broke. Okay, The BTs, the shadowy ghost figures, are the dead. Okay, They are... If they kill you or if they eat you or whatever the fuck, I'm not actually sure of the exact context, but if a person dies and a BT gets a hold of them, there is a nuclear explosion. Okay. So you don't want to die except for the <laughs> fact that Sam is a repatriate, which means that he can come back to life. He cannot die. Why? Because he has dooms, bro. He's got the dooms. He's got the superpowers of the... Anyway, the problem here, you're you're reconnecting the country because once you... You're traveling across the entire country from the capital to the West Coast to connect this chiral network. And the Kirillium is this new element thing that essentially creates both a new internet and 3d printing material so you have to carry the internet across the country so that everyone has access to the same amount of information from history and modern information but also it allows you to 3d print stuff where the information is in another location it's pretty fucking simple it's very straightforward it's a very roundabout way of saying you're putting the internet back together pretty much Hmm. outside of that 
like most of the other stuff gets explained to you almost immediately in a way that's like Sam is not new to this world. Yeah. Yet they, it's all stuff the you should know. The characters feel the need to be like, oh, this is Timefall. It's a rain that and it whenever it touches something, it makes it age at a dramatic rate. And Sam at no point says, duh, I fucking know this. <laughs> why why I'm wearing think... a goddamn jacket. Yeah. <laughs> why do you think I was sleeping in a cave just now? So I fucking hate Sam. He's he's fine. Oh my god. He's so fucking dumb. He is like a nothing person, and that's a real bummer coming he's an from audience surrogate. He's, all, he's yeah, he's an he's audience surrogate than Big boss from fucking Metal Gear Solid Five. He's... Yeah, because he didn't speak. He said, "Do it," and a horse pooped. That is better than Sam. Do it. So, Trace, <laughs> you'll get that reference later too. Okay. He's good. only an audience <laughs> surrogate to the point of he thinks that you're stupid. They all think that you're fucking stupid. Norman Reedus being Norman Reedus in a Hideo, Hideo Kojima game. Like, Which is a fucking bummer. They, like, there's nothing else to unpack there. <laughs> they, they give you actual voice actors for the faces that they scan. So Guillermo del Toro is not in this game. It is his face and someone else's acting. Oh. They do that for you. But they do not do that for Norman Reedus, and I think the game suffers because of it, especially if you compare it to, like, Solid Snake, who was an actual character who had his own understanding of the world and had his own questions and wasn't a surrogate for the player if the player was a fucking moron. It's a bummer. Sam is still fucking fine. There's a whole lot to his story I don't know yet. I don't know if it gets explained in the next three chapters, but he's fine. I don't mind him whatsoever. You get an explanation of something that is completely um, not worthwhile. And uh, uh, Sam's the worst part of this for me. Outside, like, even the incredibly clunky movement and climbing and ambiguity of the stamina shit. I there hate is Sam no the ambiguity in that. Like, okay. what the fuck are you talking All about? Right. So here, let me tell you a story. <laughs> I'm climbing up a fucking mountain and my stamina doesn't drain until it does. And then I keep climbing and it just starts coming back. I want you to explain to me exactly why that is when I'm climbing up like a sheer cliff face. Okay. How low was he? How tired was Sam? Like that all plays a factor into it. Were you holding L2 and R2 together? Because it just yes. drained way faster. The entire That's time, and it, and it still went back up. That makes no sense. Uh, you're a special case with this game, I swear to God. <laughs> I have not had any issues with stamina. This isn't an issue. It's it's dumb. Issues, mechanics. <laughs> this isn't I one of those five, dumb glitches that I ran into. I have placed many roads. <laughs> I have not had an issue whatsoever. <laughs> I think you have. I haven't. I and you're just probably not noticing it, and that's fine. But <laughs> <laughs> there is this... What can I not notice if I don't have a problem? There is a very <laughs> tangible <laughs> ambiguity to that, and I can show it to you. I I will show it to you if you want. so often, TRS? That like, makes no sense, you Matt. drink your monsters and your That beers. makes zero <laughs> sense to this problem, Matt. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Whatever. If you've that's, been going for a few hours. That doesn't explain why the stamina goes every up. five minutes. That doesn't explain why the stamina goes upwards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, have issues. <laughs> it's a positive issue, and it's it's 
dumb. Anyway. Yeah, he's not running out of stamina. He's <laughs> replenishing stamina while climbing a cliff face. I'm gaining it in situations where I shouldn't be gaining it. Anyway, there's also this ambiguity about what you can and cannot mantle up onto, which uh, sucks because it I tells you to climbing. <laughs> Well, that's because you go around everything, but I don't want to take 30 no, minutes to go around. Did, if, it, if it looks like I can't climb it in real life, I'm not going to attempt to climb it in the game. Let's put it that What way. about if it looks like you can climb it in real life, and then he jumps to the side and kills himself, and I'm like, okay, I should move slower. So I stand next to it. That it says climb. Like I hit the button. You... I hit the button where it, it says like climb, air, and I'm standing <laughs> still, and he jumps up and then falls immediately back down. So that sounds like operator error. If you can't do it, you can't do it. Go find another way. Then why does it say yeah, climb? Yeah, you, you, know, you know the big ass Niagara Falls looking motherfucker outside of South Knot, right? Yeah, I used eighteen letters to get up on top of that because I was fucking trying to place down the freaking zip lines. I climbed all the way up. I had to zigzag around, like climbing an actual fucking mountain, because I couldn't go straight up the fucking sheer cliffside. Like this hey, game Matt, world I'm, is I'm like... not as stupid as Hideo Kojima thinks that I am. <laughs> I know how to climb shit. <laughs> I know how the game wants me to climb shit, and when I follow the game's rules and it doesn't work, I think that is a bummer. That that is just operator error in in my book. All right, all right, okay. I'm st- no I'm standing still. I'm standing still, looking at a rock that is about chest high. The button says press X to climb. I press the button, he climbs, and he immediately falls. Did you well, I mean, forward? While you technically, were you did climb. Where is my error? <laughs> Maybe Jordan just sucks at climbing. Who knows? Go use the fucking zip lines that I put down. That'll make your job a lot easier. Look, I dismantled <laughs> your zip lines because fuck you. So... <laughs> oh my god. Look, the coolest part of this game is that social element. And I don't know how many points I want to give this game for having a truly unique idea that's never been done before. It just, it undermines, I I have never built anything in this game. I don't need to because it's already built for me. That sounds like a Jordan issue because I have built so Again, not an issue. (laughs) It's just something I don't have to do. Uh (laughs) You sure about that? All see, I have see, are ladders. Here's, here's All where, I ever take with me are ladders. Here, here's your issue, Jordan. You're looking at this from a Jordan point of view. Like, what can Jordan? Jordan's can not help he's, Jordan. He's you not building strands. Kojima hey, told you build strands, Jordan. Yeah, I just had a really rough. I have time a strand. It's called a rock. How can I help another player through this? That's why I'm building shit. And okay, that's Matt, I want you fucking... to listen to me. I don't need to build anything because it's already there. The one instance where I was climbing up this mountain, I put up 16 ladders. <laughs> I That's not building anything as far as I'm concerned. Well, that's your problem. I don't take only ladders. How is this a problem? I'm not saying it's a problem, Matt. <laughs> Why are you take trying a to get PCS, into a so, Take a fucking PCS with you and see what happens. God damn it. <laughs> I don't want to take a PCS with me. I don't want to see what happens. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is that... Can your uh, voice get it probably can, but man, all my coffee is gone. <laughs> I knew we'd have this much fun. I fucking knew it. Um, <laughs> all I'm saying is that in my experience, the social the social element has been both the best and worst thing because I, I mean, I think it's just the best thing. I don't have to build anything because people have already built it for me. <laughs> so, now, let me ask you this. Are your roads, like the actual highways, are they already built or are you having to donate materials? 
No, they're all already built. They're all already okay. That's what I, I have never. Going. I didn't know if they only got built after you donated to it in your game, but it sounds like they get built automatically when somebody in your game. Them. Yeah, in your fake fucking <laughs> make believe game that doesn't exist. <laughs> the one that's got all these imaginary problems. Yeah, in and it. your Jordan copy. No, I I have never seen an auto paver that did not have a road attached to it. Yeah. Okay. So it's I weird. This. I, it, it's weird. I was I like, wondering <laughs> how somebody coming into this three weeks down the road was going to experience that. So I, I was legitimately wondering that. So I don't know if they're going to wipe servers at some place, if they're going to have just empty servers for newer players. I don't fucking know. Well, all of these things are constantly degrading. So yeah, that, that's true. They're so. either they're, the upkeep is either there or it isn't. And the, you know, they'll stay there. Or they'll, they'll disappear. Yeah. So, so like, but for example, like I will place a generator down in a random fucking place. Like on the road, I place generators. Uh, there are people that have already beat me to safe houses in a really good spots. So I was like, cool, I'll fucking donate some materials to upgrade that. Uh, when I was going up the mountain for the first time, I was placing zip lines behind me because, A, I don't want to fucking climb down the mountain. I just want to zip line down. And B, it's like, this is a fucking pain in the ass. Somebody else could use this. And sure as shit, I have like 120-something thousand likes because of my roads and my fucking <laughs> zip lines. So, like, somebody out there is getting some use out of it, which is cool. The most talk. popular Redis around. <laughs> that yeah, might be I, me, but I'm not liking anything, because... <laughs> I think I finally beat the jackass that just put speed-up signs on my fucking road after I built it. <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> he, he fucking likes. <laughs> he got your ass. He got you so good. <laughs> I put up some random no peeing sign that got like 300 likes or something. <laughs> you did the no peeing sign. Have you got oh, the so much piss? Yeah, there's just oh piss God, everywhere. Okay. That's Kojima's. Because holy shit, there was a boss fight. I was completely out of blood grenades, blood ammo, everything else that I could have used on this. So I'm sitting there like, well, I'm fucked anyways. Let's whip out the dick. And sure as shit, I started pissing the fucking boss and it froze him. I was laughing yeah. my ass off. Because then, <sighs> like, the animation where Norman Reese, like zips up, he's like, oh shit, time to go. Turns around and starts hauling ass. It was the most wild, absurd fucking thing. I was like, this shouldn't have worked. But of course, it's a Kojima game. So of course it will. That's fucking Kojima, <laughs> all right? <laughs> so there is, there is a lot of that Kojima in here. But I find that as with uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, the humor is completely lost. There is nothing played for laughs. Yeah, I felt that with Metal Gear 5. I, yeah. I think Fragile and... is the only thing that has made me laugh multiple times because every I mean, fucking time she's introducing, it's like, snack? Like, trying yeah, to get well, you to that... eat the fucking crypto bio, and it's like a meme at this point. That's weird, and I don't like it. But, like, I, just, I don't know. I, I feel like... I loved Metal Gear Solid 5, but not quite as much as that other stuff. And I think as weird as Kojima lets his gameplay like let you do dumb shit like ride the the hover transporters down a mountain. Uh, like so you're <laughs> surfing or not surfing, <laughs> snowboarding down a mountain. Yeah. Um he doesn't have any of he's taking this completely seriously in the in the story department, and I don't think the story holds up to that, especially where I am. But there are really fucking cool moments in this game. All of the, uh, um, the scripted, like the set pieces where you go through time. Those are really fucking cool. Okay. Chapter just, four. Like you cannot say that that wasn't fucking cool as shit. When you get sucked up into that thing. No, that, that was cool. Um, I think chapter six 
sucks real hard. Um, <laughs> so I'm just gonna, all right, I'm going to tell you about the thing that I experienced earlier and where <laughs> this is peak fucking Kojima in the worst way. So Kojima is known for very long cutscenes, just incredibly long cutscenes that are normally filled with some sort of information that um, you didn't know about or some sort of character development or some of that stuff. Well, not only does this game explain stuff to you like you're a two-year-old uh, repeatedly where you'll get out of a cutscene and then somebody will call you on your codec thing and be like, hey, did you know this thing that you just got told? I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I did actually. Like, I just heard about that four seconds ago. Um, there is a situation later in the game where you sit through a cutscene that's about 15, maybe 20 minutes long, maybe 21 minutes. Um, and there's a reason for that number. And then you have to sit in this room with nothing going on, absolutely nothing happening for exactly three minutes where you can do nothing. There's no story. There's not even any music playing. It is just you sitting in a room, essentially watching a three minute cutscene of nothing. <laughs> and it is dumb as hell. It's only three minutes. So I'll give you that. And it has a reason in the story, but why not just fucking skip over that, Kojima? Why not just not make me sit there and because stare at this? Ugh, it's not, though. I, <laughs> like, that doesn't I... bother me in the slightest, quite honestly. I'll fucking go on Reddit for three minutes if it's going to be that I did. Time. I walked outside and I checked the mail, but... <laughs> like, it, what, if I, weird, what if I did something I, that was longer doable. than... And it's the only thing in the game that you can't skip. You can skip all the dumb cutscenes with Sam getting in and out of the shower. You can skip all of that shit. You can skip the long cutscenes. You cannot skip this three-minute bullshit fucking session. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go check the mail. But like, if I want to do something else that's like away from this TV, I'm going to miss the beginning of the next cutscene. So I'm not going to do that. I didn't like it one bit. It's not the biggest. I, I will give you. It's not the biggest issue in the world, but it is a dumb choice. Yeah. Especially when you compare it to that fucking nuke mission. I hated it. Do you, Jordan, do you feel like you're being tested as a, as a Kojima fan? I feel like Kojima wants me to hate this game. I realize that most of the shit that I don't like about this game is completely on me. I understand that. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I am saying it's a bad story. I'm not saying it's a bad game. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm being tested as a Kojima fan because this is still very much Kojima. This is just him trying to make the entirety of Metal Gear, which was like 18 or 29 or 500 games or whatever the fuck it was. He's trying to do that in one game. So he, he's going to introduce a mystery. And because he has to wrap it up before the game's over, he's going to completely give you all those answers within five minutes and that's that's within his right the pacing of this game is totally that's been a problem for a long time in kojima games the section that i absolutely hate when your bridge baby gets taken away so you can no longer see the bts and you have to do like nine missions where every single one of them takes you through a bt area I so think that sucks. By the BTs and kill the thing. Why would I want to do that? I have to carry because all this. Clear the area out. You can set the stuff down. Build a post box. Put the shit in the post box. Go trigger the BT. Go trigger the catcher. Kill the catcher, and the area is clear for like fucking three or four days. But why? Like, why would I want to do that? Like, I, I guess this leads into another thing. The BT areas <laughs> are not particularly difficult. 
they're just a minor annoyance when I really just want to get this fucking fetch quest over. Pounds of metal, goddamn two freaking stretchers through BT infested areas. Tell me they're not they're an annoyance. God, that's some of those tense gameplay I've ever had. When all of a sudden two of them appear above me, I'm like, shit, my materials. I need to build roads. Maybe just don't build the Nor- roads. I don't. Normal BT encounters, they aren't too tough. I agree. Like there could be a difficulty bump or something, but there are there have been some instances where it's like, oh my fucking god, this is gonna drive me nuts. Um, well, it's just this thing where also if I did exactly what you said, I would have eighteen fucking. You know, I would make eighteen post boxes. I would have God knows how many materials with me at all times. I would have fucking 955 blood grenades like <laughs> i don't know i'll i'll get to the area then uh, then i'll let you know it's it's an <laughs> it's annoying i don't like even if you get through it and you're like that wasn't so bad you'll realize there you should at least be able to say that yeah that was annoying and not worth it it's because it has it has no story implication like none that that couldn't have been resolved with a single cutscene at the very least it's i did not enjoy that moment. I'm glad that it's over. Um, and <laughs> supposedly I'm near the end of this game, even though I'm seven chapters from the end. So something gonna very gonna quick be, is going to happen. Yeah, some shorter chapters for sure. Because I don't think he's going to have an entire other map after the central area. Or or, or it's not going to be as gigantic as this one is. I'm assuming that the western area is going to be about the size of the eastern area. Yeah, oh, shit. did Matt like start to lose his voice from this episode? I'm laughing so fucking oh my hard. Goodness. <laughs> man, how um, did that happen to you and not me? I, know. I don't know. <laughs> I was really playing that up, man. Um, so, Jacob, to answer your question, I don't know if I hate this game or not. Uh, <laughs> I hate I hate elements of it, and I absolutely fucking love other elements of it. I think we have that with all games. It's it's fucking American Trek Simulator, like. You're See, walking across everywhere. The, oh, by the way, the vehicles are absolutely trash to drive. Oh my on god, anything. that, 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 <laughs> that's not that a road. is absolutely true. Like, if any of you have played Mass Effect One and you know the Mako is, when you jump the Mako, that's what you can do with these trucks, and it's the exact controls from that. It's terrible. It's fucking hilarious though. And then and you if you're on a road, then you're fine. Yeah, the, if you do not have a road and you're in a vehicle, you're an idiot because <laughs> even the tiniest rock will fuck you up, and then. Yeah. Somehow, some way, eight times on your two-mile drive, you will get Austin Powers between two rocks at least a dozen times. <laughs> <laughs> you don't take vehicles off-road unless you know you got a clear spot. It's it's, it's bad. <laughs> it's fucking so bad. Oh, man. So I, I will say the story of this game is just getting in the way of me building roads. Like I get annoyed when there's some cuts. It's like, son of a bitch. I got to get to the next spot. I got, I got shit to do. Come on, let me go. But um, that's been like, I put 30 hours into it so far. I'm only in chapter five because I have literally been building roads, clearing out mule camps for the, for the freaking things, doing big ass orders of materials from top of the map to bottom of the map and then taking those materials and putting them back into the roads. And I am almost fucking done connecting all three major cities. And after that, it's like, yeah, I can play the game now. <laughs> so yeah, this this is a classic example of we want exactly two opposite thing things out of this game. You want zero story, and I want I wanted a good story. 
because I knew that this gameplay was going to be grating on me. It ramps up the shit that I did not like about Red Dead to fucking 95. And with the exception of the base camp, there is no, you got to go give your base camp food and money and, and all this other shit. Thankfully, there's none of that. Yeah. But everything else, the the way your dude controls like he was a paraplegic who suddenly got usage of his appendages um, to fucking god damn it everything else he he controls like a guy that has 350 pounds on his back like but even when he has no weight on him he just controls like shit well maybe norman reedus just doesn't (laughs) controls like shit i didn't have control issues well no red dead i did have some because it was just so slow but norman reedus is turning on a fucking dime compared to arthur morgan so yeah but he doesn't turn like precisely on a dime like Red Dead, I got bored in parts. Like, the traveling shirt was pretty, but I turned on auto travel and zoned the fuck out. With Death Stranding, my mind is always on. Like, I'm always thinking about something I'm taking stock of. Okay, where can I go for this route that'll be a little bit easier than trying to go straight up a fucking mountain, you know? Um, it's I don't know, something's just clicking with it. Like, I'm on. It's engaging. I have no real issues with control. Um, and then the other thing is, like, I'm looking for where can I put something that'll help somebody out, too. So, like, the whole thing of building strands with other players is, like, the biggest part of this for me. It's That's what's keeping me going. Because if this, it was just this, a story, I probably would be like, meh. This might as well be a Minecraft mod for you. <laughs> like, Yeah, like, it, this is very um, No Man's Sky kind of gameplay. Like, where I can just zone the fuck out, go kill some mules if I need to, because they're not that difficult. Go build some shit and reap the rewards of the the adrenaline rush when that all that green text just scrolls across my my screen and I get like five thousand likes at a time. So, you know, honestly, I think this game would be better with zero combat. Like, keep the mules, keep the BTS, but give you zero ways to fight them. I I, I agree with that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe figure out something so you can still have like boss fights in some sort of way, mm-hmm. but both the bts and the mules and i'm playing on hard like i'm playing on the hardest difficulty this game offers and i just i find them as this minor annoyance and the game will often do this thing where like if you crest a nice hill and you see this like beautiful fucking vista it's gonna start playing some song that kojima likes a lot which is probably Mm -hmm. a church's song or a low roar song and halfway down that mountain the song is just going to cut off because you will you will have run into bt territory or mules are in the area or something and the biggest gripe i have with this game is when you get to bt territory there's two things that happens the first time you'll get like a slowdown and apparently like in game it's like oh the air is like all of a sudden freezing so the bb's having issues sam's having issues and you get over and move on second time it's like a 30 second fucking cutscene that plays where it goes into slow-mo, you're all trajecting the arm on, on Sam's backpack, opens up, like real slow, starts to spin around, and it's like, no shit, I'm in BT territory, you don't need to do this every fucking time. Right, I saw the rainbow, I see the rain. Like Yeah, like, and there's two points on the roads even where it happens, and I'm like, this shouldn't happen, they're not gonna fucking get me. So, <laughs> yeah. We need, we, I gotta step in. We gotta fucking save Matt. <laughs> You're gonna be an Matt, old man. Matt has, I'm listening to Matt's voice deteriorate over yeah. time. You're laughing. 
We need to remember Matt has a fucking job that he has to talk on the phone <laughs> all day tomorrow. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll wrap it up here. I just want, I just have a few more things I want to say. Um, one of them only relates to, again, how dumb this game can be with teaching you things. I was in the snowy mountain, and I'm, I take a mission. I have to take something over this mountain to go to another location. And about 30 steps into my travels, I get hit with a blizzard. It's this complete fucking whiteout. I can see nothing. I have to scan the terrain to see how, like, to see how it goes, to see if I'm going to walk off a cliff or not. And about 30 minutes into this, this trek, I get an email from the dude who sent me on this mission that says, Hey, watch out for the whiteout. <laughs> oh, cool. You couldn't have told me that before I left. That yeah, would have been nice to know. why I am building fucking zip lines. Because something like this would happen or it's an absolute pain in the ass. But here I am, just la di da di da. Like it wasn't a pain in the ass. It was just the dumbest thing that the <laughs> dumbest email that could possibly have been in my inbox at that moment. Um, uh, oh, also, I wanted to uh, get your thoughts real quick, Matt, and in like the calmest voice you possibly have. Uh, you're supposed to go to the map, and you're supposed to map routes, correct? Uh huh. Why the fuck does this map not show you what the like? Terrain, actual yeah. height height differences are yeah, and topography bugs the absolute <laughs> like to the point where i don't plan my routes i point where i want to go and i'll just fucking wing it <laughs> like, yeah i can't tell you how many times in the early game i plotted a route because it looked like it was going to be fine and, and then, then i just ran into a cliff mountain yeah i'm like oh cool awesome thanks the for telling only thing me i will do is like route. is there is there a fucking forest on the way? Because forests are a fucking pain in the ass to actually get through. And yeah. if there's not, then fantastic. If there is, let's find a way around it. Uh, so, I mean, I think that's two extremely different views of Death Stranding right there. Uh, uh -huh. I think we've come to the conclusion that if you're looking for a Metal Gear quality story out of this, you're probably going to be disappointed. Um, if you want something that's serene with just like a minimal amount of challenge, and you want to see the like other player interaction stuff, then this might actually be your game. Um, I will probably beat this game before our next podcast, and we'll see if the story holds up or holds up, gets there. Uh, oh, Jacob, I, I sent you that YouTube video with the scene in question. Okay, cool. Um, and I think that I think that's gonna do it before Matt dies of a stroke over here. Uh this was a lot of fun. Thanks uh, to Jacob and Trace for sitting around, even mm -hmm. though they have not played this game at all. Or well, that's I don't plan on playing it. So <laughs> yeah, this probably is... don't have a vested interest in any of this. Yeah. But um, <laughs> this this game will make you think about shit, uh, such as what the fuck is Kojima doing, and <laughs> why am I peeing on a boss? So what's going on? <laughs> yeah, why are my grenades being made into poop? Uh, or not poop? Poop. poop uh, <laughs> why? All right, let's just roll it back. Why is my poop being made into grenades? There you go. Why is my bathwater being made into grenades? Why is that one, Kojima? <laughs> why is there an ad for AMC's ride starring ride. Norman Reedus on my shower? <laughs> what is Kojima's fascination with monster energy drinks? <laughs> why? Why do we have a canteen that turns this toxic rainwater into monster? Into monster! Oh my god! Anyway, I think that's gonna do it. <laughs> Thanks everyone for sticking around. I hope y'all had as much fun as we did. 
Uh, we will see you next week. <laughs> Bye. McClunky. McClunky. Uh, speaking of McClunky, I'm going to go watch. <laughs>